apostrophe. Hey guy, hey guy, stop, stop the song. Okay. Can we time this out? I think. I think. Yeah. We can do a better. Wait, I think we can do better than this. I would like to hear a better version of this song. And you know maybe some, our sometimes it's like when we, Danny, remember like when we would listen to Heart play in the car? Yes. And then we went to the Heart concert? Exactly. That's what this is about to be like. This could be Nirvana Unplugged, which some think was one of their better albums. Or like Alice in Chains Unplugged? Oh my God, don't get me started. Um, I'm about what, to get you started. What if we gave you the man we praise in and out every single week, who is also our guest today, Eli Braden. Take it away, my friend. D-O-I in apostrophe. I-T-W-I-T. H-D-A-N-N-Y and J-E-N-N-Y. Doing it with Danny and Jenny. Doing it with Danny and Jenny. Oh, yeah. Doing it with Danny and Jenny. It's a revolution in podcast. Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) <laughs> you were here. You know, I grew up and people would always tell stories about seeing Springsteen in a little bar in New Jersey when they're down in Asbury Park. Yeah. I missed him every time. Didn't miss him this time. Am I nipping? This time. Can you see my nips? Oh, my are God. They shooting? I'm nipping. If Your nips most, are I mean, like... I know this, this is mostly an audio <laughs> podcast, but Jenny could etch glass with her nips right now. Yeah. You're rock hard. <laughs> I'm rock hard. Yeah. Like from Blue Chew, pretty much, maybe. Yeah, from Blue Chew. <laughs> is Blue Chew a sponsor? Is Blue Chew a yeah. sponsor? Yeah. Why well, wouldn't it so be? Good. Everyone, so everyone wants to listen to this and get hard. It, the, the, I don't know why Blue Chew would be a sponsor of the show, though, because just Jenny being on it is just the equivalent of oh, it's just, it's just audio you. Viagra. I mean, Thank yeah. you. you. You should have been in those conference calls when I just kept fighting for <laughs> that. I'm like, Jenny, oh, I've, I've, I've beat off to you so many times. You have no <gasps> idea. Eli. <laughs> You know what? This is like Scott Kelly interview all over again. (laughs) (laughs) This is like when Ann Murray was on. Yeah, exactly. She said the exact same thing about me. Um, Eli Braden. Eli, finally finally a guest. Finally a guest. Not just a, oh, yes, every episode. Yes, of course I listen to the first five minutes of every episode so I can hear the praise heaped upon my theme song. Mm. But yeah, but no, no, finally I'm a guest. Finally I'm, I'm invited to the table. I love it. Thank you. Now, now Thank the residuals you. are paying off. Here they come. Yeah. Just like getting those checks from SAG. Just yeah, get ready for the doing it bump, man. Your life is going to be a lot different now. You're going to be- I can't there's wait. Like, there's like P doing it and B, you know, uh, uh, you know BC, ah, fuck it. You know what I'm yeah. talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's you talk about letters. You're saying letters. That always means that's always shorthand for something very good. Yeah, BC and AD, and I just couldn't do it. So. <laughs> OPP, all that stuff. But oh, you know what, Eli? You know what I mean. People are going to be beating off to you, my friend. It's about time. It's about time. It's about time. It's um, going to be a jizznado. Well, thank you for being on. This is so fun for us because. First off, we've we've known each other for a while, but I love that we also have the love connection of Howard Stern. Yes, so you guys, you guys are Stern fans. You guys are well, Stern fans. fans. Well, Danny, yeah. I'll let you I, you, mention you know, your. I mean, I don't know how much you know about me, but that was. Wrong. I know, I know all about your Stern history. Yes, yes I he was I roommates with Baba Abui. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I remember that moment because I knew you prior. I think, for those who don't know, Eli is 
a major contributor uh, of, 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 of songs about Robin Quiver's tits that are played. Yeah. And how many would you say you have already? Um, well, I mean, I've done definitely like at least 500 songs about Robin. Um, you know, since the pandemic, the show has, they don't do the news segment anymore. Oh. Um, so it's like, I do all kinds of songs. A lot of Baba Booey songs, a lot of oh, songs boy. about various callers, Bobo, King of All Blacks, a lot of songs about various staffers, you know, Benji, Sal, yeah. JD. I love, I love doing JD, those songs too, JD. but... Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I I continue to worship Robin's tits, but um, there's not as much of a there's not there's not an opening on the show for for songs about her tits anymore. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's important for an artist to grow. It's true. And so you know, and I think it is a natural like just as you know when Bob Dylan went electric and you moved from Robin to uh, Bobo. I yeah, exactly. Very, I mean, these are but milestones. But Robin's titties need to be celebrated always. Oh, I don't think it's fair to to take this away from the life that they've lived. Now there are no. other contributors of, of music. Is there a competition, a camaraderie, a, are you a fraternity of like, who are, who, who are the, I, I, you know, who, who would you shout out to as inspirations or people who make you a better song parodist in that world? Well, among, among the song parody people for the Howard Stern show, I, I do have a strong alliance with little Mikey. Yes. Um, and, and, there was there was one point in the show's history, probably you know, eight years ago, up until maybe three years ago, where the main three people was me, little Mikey, and Psych, and Psych, Psych who was blind, and I was not a fan of Psych. I went on the show a couple of times with Psych, but you've openly discussed how much you hate blind people. This is, I, I, you know, I'm I'm not. I don't hate all blind people, but most, most Marley Matlin, definitely on my shit list. Well, no, she just can't up. hear. She just can't hear. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, really it's everybody with disabilities that I'm not. No, I get I that. Mean, I get that. Um, it, it, I mean, as a, as a white, as a straight white male, I'm kind of like, you know, all of you just go away. You know, it's like, you, I, you know, what, no finally way. someone's standing up for <laughs> giving straight white males a chance. It's been, I mean, uh, finally, it's like, hard out here for a when are you. I mean, Stevie Wonder. Time? Stevie Wonder wrote a couple of good songs. Let's yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. Okay, he's black. Fine, he's got that against him. But in spite of that, um, um, you know, I know. Oh, did we ever put the thing? Um, the views expressed on doing it do not necessarily reflect those of the host <laughs> or our guy. Spring. Yeah, we might want to just throw that on. Yeah, but, just that. Uh, out. Yeah. This is why I haven't been invited on as a guest until now. It's like, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's good. We are, you know, I think we've. How do you guys feel about Q? By the way, I'm just curious because I'm way into that. that yeah, way. I mean Q. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, they got the Jewish space laser right. I was that was surprised, <laughs> but everything else. You a, yeah, you would know. You would know. You I'm, sorry, I'm starting definitely. to feel like that. Um, CrossFit is a gateway drug now. <laughs> yeah. Don't you feel like now anyone that does CrossFit is like somebody that I'm a little afraid of? And also, I mean, That's yoga too, like weird spiritual yoga has become oddly Q adjacent. I don't know, like this is weird that true? world. Like all this spiritual, like like a lot of yoga people have become very Q, which it's just like, how do you do yoga and then you get into Q? I, I, don't, I don't get that, but I, yeah. I don't know how you do yoga. That's... <laughs> <laughs> off the top that's already what's you know problematic for me i don't really want to do for, yoga for sure for sure it just highlights the fact that i'm not very limber and i don't really like to do things that showcase <laughs> showcase my lack of ability 
for doing things. Well, you know, Eli, we, we, we took special joy at a certain point when like, I, I remember watching the, uh, the Joel McHale show and then your end credits. Uh, you know, I was amazing. I, I was so, I was sad that went off for a number of reasons, but truly the biggest reason was I liked your continuing saga. So Eli would do the end credits theme, but it yes. always became a personal story about himself and the thing. They were just so good and brilliant and funny. Thank you. Yeah, I, mean, that I thought was, it was great, and I really, I actually love that so much, and I, that was a great show. How yeah, did how It did was a great show. I mean, I, I think what happened was, like, it, you know, I had done some stuff for The Soup when it was on E, when Joel mm -hmm. hosted The Soup, like, mus like musical stuff, original musical content, and, you know, so they would be like, hey, we're going to do a We Are the World parody. Why don't you do with us? Hey, we're going to do a Taylor Swift parody. Why don't you work with us? So I, I was kind of, I had a foot, foot in with them, and then when, you know, you know, the soup got, it ended, whatever. And then uh, Netflix was like, hey, we want to move into like doing some weekly content. Let's get, we, we want to get the soup back together. So it was basically the soup, but it, they called it the Joel McHale show because of, right. you know, whatever copyright reasons. And, it, but it was, it was Joel doing the same thing. And I think at a certain point, I mean, the, the way it went down was Joel, they just it wasn't joel it was netflix decided they didn't want to do weekly content anymore like they were like we don't we actually realize we're not doing a weekly show thing right we we're doing like here's a drop of 20 great episodes of a right. show so but like you know that was that show was a victim of that dis decision but um originally they were like hey we want to do a we want to do a show we're, we're doing this show we want you to do a a closing song that's about how no one will ever hear the closing song because Netflix has this new feature where you, roll you can skip the credits. So yeah. it's just write a song about how no one will ever hear this song because everyone's <laughs> going to skip the credits. And so I recorded it. I wrote it, recorded it. They loved it. And then, I mean, you know, it's me just being like, Hey, I've, I got to push myself into this. I got to do more. I'm like, Hey, what if this is like an evolving story about this guy who's, you know, like, he's like, convinced like no one's hearing him so he he can like just say whatever he wants yep. he can just like kind of like tell this story about like hey not only is no one listening so i'm gonna say what i want to say and they were like we'd love it just run with it so i wrote a few more versions they were like, that's great so in that first season i did a couple different versions that as you know like remember. for like two or three episodes would have this song the, the next two or three episodes would have this song and then and then then season two got approved and I'm like, guys, what if I do a different song for every episode? Because I'm going to get paid for every one of them. So, of course. You're a dummy. Yeah, smart. Yeah, I'm no dummy. So they were like, we love it. We love it. So I had one where um, my daughter was singing. And the whole premise was I was coercing her into doing it for money. I was exploiting her. I had one. It just it was every, every idea I could think of became uh, you know, a, a, a shit. This could have gone on for seasons and seasons and seasons, but but Netflix decided, hey, we don't want to do that. I, I actually remember wrestling with the interface while watching it because you had to click pretty quick. Immediately. Otherwise, immediately. Yes. And then you'd miss it. And then like, I go back and I get to that, you know, like, I had to get to the same point. You have to work to hear, see the end credits sometimes. You would, have, that, you would have to, you would have to start from the beginning of the episode. Yes. And then and fast forward all the end yeah. of it. Yes. And I, I, I have, I've had that with other shows. Like, you know, when there's a voice on like, say, Big Mouth, like, who was that? Yeah. I knew that voice. Or there's a voice yeah. on like, an yeah. and it's like, 
Like it, they, 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 make, they really make it hard to see those credits. Right. Any time I ever want to see credits, like sometimes I'm like, oh, this is good. Why do I have to hear this whole theme song at the end again? And it's going to go and we're going to see the locations you were at. Like when you're seeing the credit yeah. and, then the, and then when you want to see it, it's like, boom, skip it. You're yeah, done. Yeah, like, Go to the next show. And you're like, <laughs> actually, I think one of my friends was in that. I'm pretty sure I saw her. I just wanted to see a name. Just at the... that one little thing. Yeah. It's that. like they make it so hard for people's parents to be proud of them. They, <laughs> <when> you just, <laughs> just cut everyone off. And you had some funny recurring bits on that show too. Like the, 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 I don't know what you know what your role is, but I loved the guy who was. Um, it was the pizza box man. Do you remember, like he would come out. And he was like, he was the guy from the pizza box who would always go right. with this. <laughs> that guy was so funny. And, um, and also, I mean, who, the guy who produced it, the guy from, um, um, the, I'm spacing on his name, from uh, um, Bridesmaids. Um, um, Paul right. Feig. Paul, Paul Feig. Feig was oh, like, Paul Feig, was he yeah. one of the producers? He was always there in a suit, right? He, he was one of the producers. And by the way, the whole, the whole show happened because of him. Because really? he was such a fan of the soup. He was such a fan of Joel. And he was just basically like, he got some deal with Netflix or whatever. And he was just like, we have to bring the show back. It's so good. And, and by the way, Paul Feig is the greatest guy. And everybody and, says it. Yeah. Oh I met him once. He seems so nice, but he must he's so great. cool. And by the way, it, it's really funny because I worked on the game show recently where we had a game. It got, it eventually got killed, but the game was like people revealing their dark, deepest secrets, like uh -huh. that no one would ever guess. And that they would be embarrassed about. And when we were testing the game, my my secret was I loved the Ghostbusters reboot, the all female <laughs> Ghostbusters reboot, because I really did. I really yeah. thought that was a good movie. Yeah, and and I while we were too, playing it, people, people were like, "Oh God, who who would like that movie? That was yeah. awful." I'm like, "No, that was a great movie." And that was Paul Feig. Like, I I think it was great. Paul Feig, though, my biggest <laughs> one of, one of my best moments in life is at the rap party for Joel McHale. He and I had a 30 minute conversation just talking about Howard Stern stuff. Cause he's a big Stern fan too. Oh, that's mm -hmm. right. He's a big fan and, of that. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. It was so much fun. He's such a great guy. I love him. He is. He, I'm trying to get my video back, but don't worry. Let's keep talking. He's, he's a, um, um, no, he, you, he's just like, he's so good. He has such a good ear for comedy. And, um, and it, I mean, I was just like, I don't know. I was very impressed with him. Wait, didn't Paul uh, also? Wait, didn't he? He also directed the Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Yes. Yes. The Netflix. Wait, what is that? That that was the one with your friend Sophia's husband. Oh, that's right. He did. Which that, is that, so that. good. Which is so good. It's so, that's so good. Fun. And like my obsession with Pee Herman that I've that's always, oh, I've openly discussed. I'm an out. I'm out and proud, <laughs> like Pee Wee Herman. Everyone that knows me knows this is part of loving me. And yeah. I wrote Paul, I've never met Paul Feig, but I absolutely, everything he's done, I just fully enjoyed. Like he, no, he's, he's so, so talented. I'm trying to reboot. Um, I want to do like an all male version of the female Ghostbusters. <laughs> I'm running into some re a remake of that, <laughs> like a word for word remake of that version. Yeah, yeah, do like I, yeah. I want to do an all female remake of Golden Girls. <laughs> all well, but Golden Girls supposedly is every and, and Sex in the City has the same thing. F from what I understand, both those shows were created by gay guys. And they were just basically like, these are four gay guys, but we're making them women. I don't think that was the case with Golden Girls at all. I don't think really? like that. I don't, I don't know who like, created Golden Girls. Yeah. 
I love Golden Girls. I never miss that shit. I watched Golden Girls and Glow Wrestling on Saturday night. <laughs> oh, wow. So you did you like Glow? Oh, my God, did I like Glow? My mom, my sister, my, my mom had no interest. She would just, like, read her Architectural Digest or her Southern yeah. Living magazine. My dad would be watching Mexican boxing in the other room, and my sister and I would just, we could not wait to watch Glow. Oh, that's amazing. On a Saturday night, because there is, oh, Mount Fiji was our favorite. Oh, my God, that's so great. And well, Jackie, Tone, Jackie yeah. Tone's a friend of mine. She's She was on the show Glow. I don't know if, I don't know if her character was based on well, a real she, character, but. Yeah, Jackie Tone also, who I want to have these people on, by the way. I don't know if y'all are familiar with the Tiny Chef. She is obsessed with the Tiny, tiny Chef. chef no tiny Chef, guys. And the Tiny Chef people are friends of mine. Like, I've gone and met with them. I've met the Tiny Chef. I've had dinner with the little Tiny hey, Chef. Oh, my God, that's so chef. cool. Obsessed with the Tiny Chef. It's one of the most, like like heartwarming little bits that you could, if you follow the Tiny Chef show, that, that can be, we'll talk about it. We have to have these people on, by the way, Danny. What is it? it the Tiny Chef, it, it's just this little, it, oh, it's like a Muppet. It's a stop animation oh. type thing. And and it's just this little, he's the happiest little guy. And he makes food and he has a, like a little mumbly voice. But Jackie Tone and him are BFFs and they'll do like split screen and they'll have like a FaceTime together. And That's amazing. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you some of it, Danny. You I will absolutely love it. Yeah. I want to see that. So but Jackie Tone's great. Well, Jackie Tones also, I don't know if you know Danny as a Stern fan, we did a we did a version, we did a, a parody of Lady Gaga's Shallow uh-huh. that was you, that was a huge deal on the Stern show. Like yeah, this I, is about about a year, two years ago. Two years ago. And it was it was voted like when they did the end of the year Stern Awards, yeah, the the best song. It was like song of the year. And rightfully so, because Jackie killed it. It was it was all about Jackie and Robin having lesbian sex, <laughs> yeah. and it was insane. It was okay. just completely insane. We find that somewhere. I wonder if we. He's oh, we, we will. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube everywhere. It's it's, we'll, we'll, it's it was a huge we'll, deal. We'll for sure. We'll for sure like that. How did you get into? Because when I first met you, you weren't in that world. How how did you get in? How did you? Yeah. Get into that world of, of with the Stern people. I I had been a fan since I was like. Like when I was younger, I, you know, I was very, I'm a very liberal progressive person. I'd always heard Howard Stern's this awful, terrible human being. And like, this is like probably like late nineties, I was living in the San Francisco Bay area. Mm-hmm. And like just one day I, I had the radio on because we didn't have, yeah. you know, we didn't have anything back then to listen to. I was yeah. changing channels or whatever. And I found this show. I'm like, oh, this, what is this? And I'm listening to like 15 minutes of this talk radio show on on an fm channel and i'm like this is the funniest thing i've ever heard in my life this is the greatest thing i've ever heard in my life and then as they go to commercial it says the howard stern show i'm like wait this is howard stern i'm sorry this guy is a fucking comedy genius this show is the greatest thing i've ever heard i immediately became obsessed um and just for years i was just a, a super fan yeah. And then in like 2003, I think, no, not 2013, mm-hmm. or maybe 2012, like right about 10 years ago, more or less, yeah. I just had an idea for a song. 
and I, you know, I'd been doing music my whole life, but I'd never, it had never occurred to me like, Hey, yeah. why don't you contribute to the show? Cause I was always like, I'm a serious musician at this yeah. point, you know, yeah. like, I wouldn't do a joke song, you know, yeah. but I was like, I was starting to loosen up a little bit. And, and I was like, Oh, I had an idea for a song. It was like, I was listening to uh, Tina Turner. You're simply the best. Yeah. And I was like, what if it was big tits on her chest? <laughs> and I was like, okay. So I went to iTunes. I, I downloaded a, a karaoke version of the song. I recorded it very cheap, super yeah. fast. I just sent it to whatever the dumb email address is, Stern, you know, Stern Show yeah. at HowardStern.com. Yeah. And they literally played it the next morning. I was like, listen to the show. Live. I, couldn't, I couldn't fucking believe it. I'm like, how many of us they get a day? I mean, that's a crazy that you got it. Yeah, I know. I know. It's crazy. You're very so, well, you're also talented. So, I mean, you well, th thank you. I mean, I am talented, I think. But like, it was also just like, just hearing that validation from, you know, yeah. my hero, like yeah. the next day. And so that afternoon, I, I had a friend who was a music producer. And I'm like, dude. I want to do another song and it was i did um the black eyed peas boom boom pow yeah. i did uh i was like let's do a really good version of like make it super sound super good and it was i can't i can't remember what it was but it was like boo boop something <laughs> i got not know i sent it then the next day they played that i'm like i am so in on this so i just started sending in songs constantly and like literally the first 20 songs i sent in every single one of them got played immediately and I know it was amazing. I was like I remember listening and Howard like just hearing his voice go in another one by Eli Brain, like you know, it. like he just made it so like matter of fact. It's like here we are, you know, another top hit from Glenn Fry, everybody, you know. We love, like <laughs> he just yeah. said it so matter of fact. I was like, are you shut the fuck up? Eli's just fucking killing it every day. And, and there's no great. no matter what, you know, anything that ever happens to be in you know my career, yeah. there will never be anything that tops that because well, he's say yeah, no, because the reach of it, it's so personal with Howard. Like it, it reaches yeah. into people's lives. Like everything, like I've, like it's, I, I always tell Gary this, but like, you know, I've had, you know, could have a show that aired on primetime or whatever. If Howard even mentions me in passing in like a 30 second clip, I hear more about that than I do about anything else. Is that, like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, obviously you've had, you know, Danny, you've had such huge success. Huge success. When, when Howard, I mean, huge success. Huge, but when huge, Howard, huge. Do you want to get your Emmys? Do you want to get your Emmys? I will in a second. Where are they? Where, where do you keep them? I keep the them over there. I, I, it's <laughs> sort of douchey to have them in the, my own background. Is it I'm though? I mean. But is it? Yeah, unless I'm doing a bet. Yeah. But when Howard mentions you, that's when I'm like, I want to reach out to Danny. Of course, I'm, yeah, I'm no, constantly cognizant like, of your. Honestly, you're one of those people who like will tell me that guy is really good about it. Um, but there's like, yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of people. It's just like it's really fun, and and so you, I understand like to have it as much as you're having it and to have that reach. Are you still like? Would you say like? I know in the beginning you must have been writing a couple a day for him, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Are you still at that level right now? Are you have you have you tapered off, or do you like get into? When I'm not working, when I'm not working, I'm totally into it. But like, I mean, like you know, I basically, I mean, just long story short, I have a deal with the show now because they pay me, and I, oh, that's I good. basically, oh, I basically have to produce like, I basically have to produce like, you know, two or three songs a month. But like normally, I go way over that because I, it's not yeah. about 
it's not about like, oh, I have to get paid. It's about that was like, the question I was. Well, it's not about the money. I wanted to. Yeah, it was never about the money for that. It's it's well, I mean, also, I mean, it's it's a even if I'm not mentioned, it's still just like Howard played my song. I don't care about getting the plug, but the plugs are huge. And by the way, yeah, every job I've ever gotten in Hollywood is because of course, you know, I worked for Jimmy Kimmel because Jimmy Kimmel's like, hey, I want to, I want to talk to the guy who writes how Robin oh. Titt songs. I mean, that's right. literally what he said to me, and I'm like, sure, I'll tell you, <laughs> let's talk about Robin Titt songs. He's giving, yeah, but Jimmy's an altar boy, so that makes sense that he. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of that, like, um. What are you working on now, my friend? Yeah, are you-, you know, I've, I've kind of moved into like doing the game show thing. And it was just kind of random, like this comedic game show thing. Like I worked on the show um, a couple of years ago called, called That's My Jam, which mm-hmm. is a Jimmy Fallon ga- game show. It's basically oh. like a spinoff of The Tonight Show um, with celebrity contestants. And it's all music based. And I kind of got into it because, you know, I have the comedy music thing but also the guy who was running the show at the time was a huge stern fan and um so yeah i went into that and it it went so well like i created like i think like three games that are gonna like the show hasn't even aired yet um it comes out this summer but like like three of the games are my idea like and this is my jam it's called that's my jam jimmy fallon is the host it's a primetime nbc game show at some point this summer uh but then from there, like, I just suddenly get, got all these opportunities, like, in comedic game shows. And I've always been a huge game show fan. So, yeah, yeah I've worked on a, a Kevin Hart game show called Celebrity Game Face. It was like a uh, quarantine celebrities mm-hmm. at home show. And then I just I just wrapped seven months on a show called Family Game Fight, which premieres right after the olympic closing ceremonies it, it's the the hosts are uh Kristen bell and dax shepherd and oh, it's yeah. all these like couple based games you couldn't get and a better lead in you couldn't they, they couldn't i know right it yeah. kind of sucks <laughs> well it's kind of funny danny because originally uh there's a slip and slide game show the oh the diarrhea one did you hear about the diarrhea that one. yes did that i hear about it be... every person who follows me that i don't know is like hey jenny this is right up your alley you heard about this slip and slide that was gonna be show? that like... was gonna be the show that that, that was gonna be the show, but because everybody on that show got diarrhea they got canceled and family game fight got that position so thank god for that diarrhea outrage. it's the classic story of the understudy coming in when the star breaks her ankle yes it's it's, it's, it's diarrhea it's all about Eve with diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea saves the day for Eli like, once again. Doing It Nation, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's NBA Finals, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball scores, all the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50, that's CLNS50, to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. Okay, doing it nation listeners, I'm about to hit y'all with a testimonial from our new sponsor, 
that I'm absolutely thrilled about. It's Athletic Greens and their product AG1, which I recently started taking. And I have to tell y'all, you heard it from me, Jenny Johnson, comedian, podcast host, all around hottie. You got to get yourself some AG1, okay? Because I started taking it and I have noticed such a huge difference. It contains, a big thing for me is I'm always looking for things low in sugar. This contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, all while still tasting good. And I'm forever searching for health options, low in sugar and high in taste. And this actually has both. So it's absolutely perfect for me. It gives me energy during the day and helps me get a great night's sleep, which is something I've always struggled with. And right now it's the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash doing it. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash doing it to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. AG1, get you some. Well, Danny, well, yeah. do you know all about Eve? Do you know that? Do you know yeah, that? Well, yeah, it's all about oh it's all about Eve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so good. So good. But yeah, it's it's a great seconds. show. It's a great. It's it's a really fun show. Kristen who and Dax it? are so funny. And who was the producer who knew you? I'm just out of curiosity. Who from Stern? Well, on that's my jam. It was a guy yeah. named Jeff Aploff. Oh, yeah, Stern yeah. obsessed guy. On um, Family Game Fight. Also through Stern, also a Stern hire was a guy named Noah Bonnet, who oh, wow. I've actually known for years because he's such a Stern fan that I met him at Howard's 60th birthday party in New York City, which I performed oh, wow. at, which yeah, I everybody, I mean, I'm the list of people mm -hmm. who performed at that and people, people who were there. It's insane. Every celebrity in the world was there. But um, Noah Bonnet, who's he's a big time game show producer, but the reason he was there was because they had a, a a contest on the wrap-up show where whoever has the, the best collection of Stern show memorabilia wins tickets to Howard's birthday, birthday bash. And Noah just has like this insane collection of Stern show memorabilia. You know, it's just, he's, he's an old school fan. He's, you know, he's from uh, Washington DC, Baltimore area. And he just has all this stuff. And I heard that was a blast. I was on an email chain with like, I, I, I don't want to like out people, but like some out huge fucking people to, yeah. to, to, to do jokes. And unfortunately, like I couldn't get away. I was shooting my episode that week. And, and so I, and it really bummed me out. I was like, how can I pass up my own episode to go on to? Uh, I know. I felt the same way. I was like, how can I get there without being invited? <laughs> I, I could have got you in. I could have got you in, Jenny. I know. I mean, there's some people that could have got me in that didn't, that I will never forgive. They're dead to you. Uh -huh. They're they're all dead to me. Yeah. Like there were so many people. It's like, oh, Natalie Maines, have fun. Yeah. Like she's a friend. She yeah, should have. She should have got you in. She should have got you in. Come on. Yeah, she, I'm friends with JD. I'm for like, huh, come on. Yep. Huh, huh. This is it's just all bullshit. Uh, 
Okay, let me ask you this. How did you get started doing, were you always wanting to do music or did you want to do comedy? How did the, the two mesh for you? I was, I was mainly like a music guy. Like, I mean, I, I was a serious music guy like from when I was a kid. And right. like, you know, out of high school, you know, I moved to California. When I was in high school, like I opened for this band. My band opened for this band called The Call. And oh, I remember like, them. You remember them? They, they were pretty big. Like, yeah. this is like, I'm like 16. And like my band. Wait, well, just, and where are you from too? This is like Chicago area. I was okay. at, at the was top, I was living call? in Rockford. Was it The Call who had that song, The Stand? Come on down. And That's the alarm. That's the alarm. That's the alarm. Damn it. But okay. it was similar genre. It's like this <laughs> sort of anthemic rock. It's like yes, you, I, it's like we're you two ish. Yes, we're you two ish. You know, Keep going. But um, you know, they were really good. They were a really good band. But um, uh, you know, I was like a, in in high school. Like I was really into like be, you know being serious. You know, yes. like like serious rock and. But we opened for the call, and like at this point, the the main dude in the call was kind of like, "Hey, I'm," you know, he was getting a little older. He was like, "I want to move into like more producing, you know. I want to move out of like performing." And mm -hmm. he was like, "You guys are good. You and the guitarist are really good. Mm -hmm. Why don't you guys move out when you finish high school, and you can move <laughs> into my house, and we'll like do a thing." And I, that's I was like, "Why not? This is great. You know, this is cool. This like we we had no other way out of you know." Yeah, where we were living, we were living where, in Rockford, Illinois. Well, we were living in Rockford, Illinois at the time. And by the way, um, oh, what's oh my god, I'm so bad, I'm so bad with names. What's her name? I actually went to high school with a very famous comedian. What, what's her name? Oh what my god, gonna, it feels like I'm big timing her that I don't remember her name off the top of my head, but it's well, really give, give us I'm some sure. hints. And I bet well, we'll she's figure it out. she's married to um, uh, I guess she's it. married to another comedian, okay. Who's oh, Jewish. Uh, Natasha Lajero. Yes, Natasha. <laughs> Danny, I went to high school with Natasha. We're so good. I went to high school with Natasha. Married to another famous comedian. And Danny and I both went. Natasha Lajero. We got it. Wait. And like, she had no, like, when we were in high school, she was just like, thought I was such a dork. Um, and rightfully so. I was a dork. By the way, God, <laughs> let's bring on Natasha. She's actually waiting right Natasha! now. Natasha! <laughs> <laughs> Natasha and Moshe, come on out here. Yeah, come on out, guys. Come on. Bring the, bring the baby. Let's do it. Do they have a kid? Do they have a kid? Now? They do have a kid. They have oh, a that's daughter. great. That's great. That's great. But yeah, I, I that's how I, I, you know, I was doing like serious music. I, that's how I got out to California. And then the guy that I, you know, the guitarist, who was really good. I was the singer and I played guitar too, but he was the, you know, genius guitarist, brilliant guy. Yeah. He ended up getting like hooked on drugs. <laughs> and uh, so Wait, that what? Cool. are you telling me a musician? <laughs> Listen, I'm never, so sorry to spoil your uh, your view of musicians, but yeah, oh, you never hear this story. And, uh, I'm was, sorry, this is sad. I thought this was really just you know, for actually, comedians. I apologize. He, he got clean. He he got clean. They all do. And then last year he died of an overdose, and I'm laughing about it because <laughs> well, it's a funny story. Obviously, um, <laughs> terrible. Sorry, terrible. Danny. I'm sorry. No, I mean, okay. he. You know, he. He. Uh, <laughs> it happens. It happens. No, it does. We've all lost people. It's a nightmare. But um, we, yeah. it's, it's called gallows humor. It's called it gallows. Is. Humor. Yes, believe me. Is that what? I've been in writers' rooms a long time. It's all gallows humor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, to those so, of you who haven't been in writers' rooms, just so over you, it. We don't want to hear it. Were you working in um, like 
were you working in like serious music business at all when you were here after being in that guy's house and all? Well, that? you know, we, we got a record deal that it fizzled out oh. because of the whole drug thing. Oh. Then I started another band. We got a record deal. Like we went on tour with, and listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm proud of this. We went on tour with Smash Mouth opening for Smash Mouth. Hey, now I'm an all-star every hey. night before you heard all-star, you had to endure us, you wow. know? I think so, that was- that's good. I mean, yeah. were, they were they were they were a big act. We've we there's there's been a, I mean, I didn't love that album. I thought that first album they did with Walking on the Sun was pretty good. I actually totally agree. There was some great stuff in there. And Walking uh, on the yeah. Sun, actually, I that's a catchy fucking song. It's yeah. a catchy fucking song. Also, I'm gonna just come. I'm gonna look. I'm making a real stand here. I don't hate Nickelback as much as I think I'm supposed to. <gasps> Bravo, sir. Bravo, and sir. I I'm, I would never admit that. On a podcast, but uh, um, <laughs> but uh, but they, during our family, they, they our family time, they, I think they get more shit than they deserve. Danny, I think well, you're I banking think... on the fact that you know that I'm the guest, and people probably aren't. Your fans probably aren't listening this. No, morning. I like, know okay, this is going to be. I don't know this guy. I'm, I'll, I'll no, wait till a... Shooter Jennings is on again. Then I'll. This listen is a test that. show for us. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but when people like any anytime somebody like rips on a person that's like doing well for music comedy whatever it's like that person's a fucking sell piece of shit it's like hey they're whatever it was they did it they did it I, and you I did do. it when people like, say one hit wonder that's one more hit than you had exactly agree more and by the way like, oh, okay, so, so you can have a whole fucking millions of people singing along word for word to one of your songs and somebody else can't they've done it you haven't like exactly. it's easier what to think about your one hit wonder there eli Say what? You were saying you had a one-hit wonder. Say uh, what? Well, I'm just saying, I mean, like, I love one-hit wonders. Like, I think there's so many bands that are, quote-unquote, one-hit wonders that are have, have these deep catalogs of a lot of great songs. I mean, I, like, I would say, like, like look at Adam and the Ants or Adam, you know, uh, there's yeah. so many bands that, like, have, they have one hit, but, like, they're really great bands. I mean, the Smiths are probably a one-hit wonder on some level to some people. Like, oh, yeah, how soon is now? But it's like, yeah, yeah. no. They're, no, I didn't disagree with that. There are bands that... that I, I would I will have to fight you on that. I think well, I think the Smiths are widely considered like they are. They are, they are. That's not a great example. You're right, but um, I mean, if you told me that Dexy's Midnight Runners had like a huge catalog, I'd be like, okay, cool. That why I, didn't I think there it. are people. I think there are people who would say that. It's not me because I don't. No, of course, of course, people go to those. You know, Dexy's you know. Midnight Runners. Yeah. I'm yeah. a huge Bahaman. I mean, like Bahaman. Like, well, let's go around the room. Really... My first, my favorite one of their songs is "Who Let the Dogs Out." Oh now, my god, so that's, that's like, number one. What would be like that's your their, number two? That's their fifth best song at yeah. best. At best, fifth best. Song. <laughs> my favorite Vapor song has always been "Turning Japanese." Like for me, <laughs> that was. Yeah. Well, Drop Dead Fred. They're trending right now. Right, said Fred. Gonna... Oh, Drop. <laughs> <laughs> is a movie with the imaginary friend. A movie but, based on a movie based on that. It's band, actually one of my favorite movies. I'm like, yeah, Rick Mail. One of my favorite movies that in my head. I'm like, yeah, that's an age thing because it's a terrible movie. But go on. Um, I, I know. Rick Mail. Supposedly- it was great when he goes up and points in between her mom's legs and goes cobwebs. Doesn't make any sense. But anyway, wow. Um, wow. But yeah, right said Fred today. I saw what you posted. He's like all like. About like it's all about like 
very anti-mask and, oh, and- it, was, it was very anti-mask this was just my favorite thing that somebody was like okay for, this is what right said fred i'm gonna read it i would like to thank everyone who is still wearing a mask it saves me a great deal of time your mask tells me i don't need to talk to you know you work with you or try to understand your mumblings you are superficial to requirements many thanks xx and then this doctor goes, so in my role as a mental health doctor, my choice to wear a mask, taken in the motivation to protect myself and others as enshrined with the HRA influenced by my education, makes me superficial, rational, helpful. And then somebody goes, you realize, you realize you're investing your time and energy arguing about <laughs> epidemiology with right said I'm too sexy for this mask. Yeah. I'm too sexy for this mask. No, when I saw that you posted, you'd only posted it in like for ten, five minutes. I said, "There's no way I'm gonna be the first person to say I'm too sexy for this mask." <laughs> it was just, but somebody that's a one-hit wonder. It's like, hey guys, like, I'm like, you're not you too. I'm not even a U2 fan, but at least they have like a leg to stand on for their yeah. music. <laughs> you're not I'm right. I'm an epidemiologist, and you know what I mean. Well, there there are some people though who have, I think who have been embraced by the right because they are like one hit wonders who have I, I I'm trying to think of who it would be like but like anybody who says anything that's like anti mask like gets embraced by oh, like there's like yeah by me not I mean why is it like I used to I mean Danny you probably did too I used to have like a picture that I cut out of a magazine of Antonio Sabato Jr. Mm. wearing oh, Calvin yeah. Klein underwear. Like when I was in college, like I was like, I look. Did, I, I had a different one on my wall, but go on. Hot piece of ass. Oh my God, he was on Melrose Place. And then now I'm like, dude, not the guy that I. Well, I was really <laughs> bummed out that like the band Berlin played at like Mar-a-Lago at like some like. In Wait, the middle of the did night. they? I didn't they know. did, and I love Terry Nunn. I thought like that was like, it really bummed me out. How are we? Then again, though, I mean, as long as Enigma doesn't do it, that was my go-to. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good fucking song in the '90s. I will say that. Oh yeah, like anybody, you know, like if I'm trying to hook up with you, it's like come over to my house, and then I just hit that Enigma Pandora. I'm like, what? Can you oh, do? Yeah. My favorite song of theirs is "Sadness Part Two. Um, what's Sadness yours? Part One. Is- <laughs> Sadness Part Six is pretty good. Oh uh, yeah. Sadness Part One will kill your boner, but Part Yeah, two- yeah, it's just too sad. <laughs> It's just so good. Not enough Gregorian chanting. <laughs> um, okay, well, we've reached that time, Eli, uh, where we talked about our... No, our... Now that everyone's lost her virginity to yeah, Sadness yeah. Part 2. <laughs> so, so Eli, um, first of all, thanks for coming on the show. We love Hey, you. it's my like, pleasure. I'm, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's a, it, you know, it's an honor to have been asked, finally. Well, you're one of those people that we are always rooting for. We have Thank our you. friends who, like, when we hear them, we're not consumed with jealousy when they get good things happening to them. You're yeah. one of them. Most hey, people, uh, we are. Honestly, but- you you guys always give me props. What kind of what kind of like a little bit bothers me sometimes when when you have somebody on who knows me, and who I know yeah. in real life, and then like you like say stuff positive about me, and like they don't like, oh yeah, I love you. Like he's great. Like no, um, they usually make the jerk off sign. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's or they okay. or they leave the meeting and we're like, wait, we're not done yet. Why did you <laughs> okay. leave meeting? Well, see, I don't, I don't, I can't see any of that, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
So um, we we're always forget about the stuff we're watching. What 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 have you been watching? What do you what what's a, what's a recommendation from you, my friend? Well, I mean, I I've, I've been so busy. I mean, I haven't watched that much. I mean, of course, I plan to watch Family Game Fight starting yes. August eighth. Yeah, there you go. Dak Shepard and and Kristen Bell on NBC prime time right after the Olympics. And you're going to, by the way, also send us an email so we can promote that on when it gets closer. Yes, Thank you. Sir. Thank you. Yes. Um, wait, this isn't live stream. This isn't going out right now. No, no, no definitely. No, no. We gotta <laughs> say whatever you want. We'll cut out all the bad parts. You know what I love? I love, I love, 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 love so much. Girls Five Eva on Peacock. Have you guys seen it? I have, I have not, not seen, seen it. Girls it. Five Eva, the best. I haven't it's got. The best. Oh, it's got Paula Kill in it, and I want to see it, but I don't have the Peacock yet. I'm so get the out about that show. I don't want to watch it. I wrote a band. I wrote a, a script years ago called uh, a Man Band which was like the very first boy band and when they wanted all older people. And it was like, and I see this and we couldn't get it going. And it's like, oh, this is the better version of it, I'm sure. So it breaks my heart, but um, I know I heard it's great. It's fantastic. It's, you know, I, I'm, I'm a huge, I mean, as a music comedy guy, I love anything with music and comedy to begin with. I mean, I mean, you know, Spinal Tap, Tenacious D's show, yeah. like all that, but like Girls Five Eva is like just so good. It, it's so well constructed. It's got hilarious music it's you know it's it's just it's perfect it's a perfect show it's it's you know tita Fey's an executive producer she's not like a creator but like it's definitely got the 30 rock um yeah vibe the you know the uh it has all the cash you got paula pell in it too I oh my god she's amazing and do no wrong she's absolutely amazing in it she's absolutely hilarious it's it, you know she's playing she's playing someone who's probably 15 years younger than she actually is in real life and it's which is so funny it's just so funny to begin with um but man girls five eva is the best show i've seen in years All oh right. my god that's a what a record that's a great i'm gonna have to now get Me peacock too. i don't have peacock i guess i'll subscribe and then get off it yeah i think you can do that because danny, once can you, you watch subscribe one, yeah danny subscribe to it and then give me your password I have enough people since I've been dating doing that to me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I'm sure. It's like I get to know what everybody I don't see anymore is like um, is watching. Oh no, my mom is on all my stuff right now, which is funny to me because now I can monitor her viewing habits. That's great. And oh that's wow! It's like when now, now I how the tables have turned. I'm like, why do you keep watching? Mom, why are you watching Pornhub? No, she just keeps watching. It's funny that everything else is super boring, but the one thing she watched was uh, Any Given Sunday, but she kept watching it up until the point where so Cameron good. Diaz shakes the guy's hand in the locker room with his dick hanging out. Yeah. And every time this guy's like, his dick is like literally down at his knees. And oh Cameron Diaz God, shakes so his hand. Weird. And I realized my mom watches it up until that point. I'm like, oh. Jenny, that is so crazy. That's that like is so. It's crazy because it's true. You might not want to put porn. that out there that she's watching. Yeah. My, my, my VHS porn from 20 years ago and it was like, oh, here's like an archaeological record of where I came in 1994. <laughs> where you came? <laughs> <laughs> not it's where just, you've been, but where you came. It right? was exactly the moment I <laughs> orgasmed in 1994 and put the so same you, you look at the VHS tape and you can see like where it stops and you're like, I yeah, wherever it stopped. It wasn't like I wasn't like I wasn't kind. I didn't know what. Um what so Jenny go. I've got okay, season two of Dave. Yeah, loving, you're loving it. Loving season two of Dave. Eliza Schlesinger just has a new movie on Netflix called Good on Paper that I would highly recommend watching. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. I found Dave to be not I found Dave. I love Dave. 
It's not. It's, it's a completely different show now. It's a completely it is. different show. Different. Although I did love the one with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and the one before was it the one before that with Benny and him having like the most homoerotic hang yeah. together. Well, I, anything Gaeta does is amazing. Like that that guy can act. He's so good. Gaeta is so fit. Like I love all the characters and. Um, with you know whiskey ginger uh, andrew yeah. santino yeah he's so good in this so great and it, it's a completely different show this season but i still i yeah, still it's i watch i, I you know I don't it, it's got me i'm still hooked in it and then um i talked about last week ha have you seen yet the mysterious benedict society i have not i say i saw it on but i did see it on um on, on disney it's okay good. i'm gonna i'm gonna pressure you for next okay. week to watch it because I I watched the third episode I I really really love this show it's great I'm still loving Loki by the way I, Loki's I, fucking fantastic Loki's I just great. love it it's great um uh, yeah Loki's fantastic but that mysterious Benedict Society Tony Hale is so good at it okay I'm now okay this is a good recommendation we're watching I love Tony Hale and any I feel like there's nothing Tony Hale everything I love right now like the House Broken show the cartoon. He does like oh, yeah. three voices oh. on that. Love that. That's a, so. I, I want to give that a shout out because that's Jen and Gabby who created that, and um, and it's so good. Um, Housebroken. What what what's no, it? Like? animated show about like a group of pets who are in like group therapy. Yeah, um, and it's uh, it's it's super funny. You can watch it on a Hulu. It's it's a it's a Fox show. Uh, Lisa Kudrow voices the kind yeah. of the main dog. Clea Duvall. She's one of the creators too. Really good. But Danny, what have you been watching? I mean, those that I mean that those two besides uh, porn too. I haven't been watching as much porn. I should. I'm going to watch some porn later. Um, Danny, who, who's I, your favorite I, porn star currently? Might I ask? The um, girl, a, a the girl. I don't the girl know with any the of the women anymore. I can't yeah. really name the women anymore. But um, no, the girl with the. Uh, <laughs> I like to, you know, I like the golden oldies, uh, but uh, um, Betty but, White anyway. is still your favorite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Early Betty White is. Late Betty no, White, middle she Betty did a White. Lot of porn. She did a lot of porn early on. People don't know. You know, I'm watching. I'm on to, I'm to, I just watched two episodes, and it's moody and weird. An Icelandic drama on, um, <laughs> you on uh, Netflix called okay. um, called Katla, and it's like there's a. It's so beautiful, but it's like there's a there's a volcano on Iceland, and it's very slow. But it's like there's been a volcano, and out of the dirt, this like sort of this woman sort of emerges and is lost and, and, and it's what's affecting this town. I haven't sussed out the mystery or what it is. But Wait, it what's it called again? I'm looking this up. K-A-T-L-A. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's Iceland. I, oh, I don't know. I like the I farm. I, there's something about these foreign shows on Netflix that I love because I don't recognize any of the actors and I can really lose myself in the story. Yeah. It just, it, I don't, I, you don't, I don't, you don't look and go like, oh, I just saw her on page six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like throwing up on her ex-boyfriend. You're like, oh no, I don't have any idea who this is. This is exactly. Well, um, <laughs> Eli, always a delight. I hope we get to see you in person. Are you, you're in LA, right? I am, yeah. Yeah, we should, we should hang out soon. Are you performing anywhere soon? I'm not performing. I mean, like, you know, I, I you know, the pandemic, I, I would love to perform. I, you know, it's not really like a huge priority of mine because I'm work, you know, working on shows now. And, but like, I would love to perform at some point if, if that happens. And by the way, you mentioned, you know, you know, Lil Dicky with Dave. Uh -huh. uh, 
I would also shout out that video pillow talking he has. Oh it's my a couple God, years old, but great. that is just one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I mean, like, again, I know we want to talk about things that are current now. Well, we don't have to. Yeah. I mean, no, we don't have to. Trust me. I just watched the, the Cars movie, by the way. Oh, great. It's great. I right? recommend I, the Cars movie. Have you guys seen no. the Tenacious Deke doing the Abbey Road Beatles medley? Oh my it just God. came out yeah. two days ago. It's, 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 yes. it's seminal. I watched it probably 30 times the day it came out. I'm the biggest Jack Black fan in the world. I'm the biggest Tenacious Steve fan in the world. Like again, the Joel McHale show, the, the final show. Yeah. I performed with Jack Black. I wrote a song. I wrote I wrote a version of that end credit song specifically for him. You know, with his particular scat style, I got to perform yeah. with him. It was one of the greatest moments of my life. I love him. But like this, this version of of the Abbey Road final medley is so great. And the video, it's it's super cheesy. It's super like oh. green screen, but then like. It's also just beautiful, but like the last moment where Jack and Kyle with their giant bellies <laughs> protruding walk up to each other and they take their masks off together and then they touch fingers like E.T. And then they turn and they run towards the ocean. They're on the beach. They run towards the ocean in the same style that Kyle ran towards the ocean in one of the first episodes of the Tenacious D show on HBO they ever did 21 years ago. It's like, I was bawling. It's I watched it 30 times. I was oh, bawling wow. every time. It's really, really good. And two people sent it to me and it's really good. We should link that um, in this app. I, I would love to. Yeah, for it sure. It's, it's definitely worth seeing. Um, and I'd love to, you know, I'd love to hang out with you, my friend. I yeah. would love to hang out with you. I'd love to hang out with you, you too, Jenny. And, you know, I mean, but which one of us would you anyway. like to? Yeah, I mean, okay, obviously you. I mean, you're way hotter. You said, give him That's a boner. I'm not. It's, it's a no brain. But Danny might give me a job. That's the thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know, but Danny what also might make job? you work I mean, for that job. It's like the you age might old, have the angels. Danny will make you. Danny will make <laughs> you do things you're not proud of. <laughs> <laughs> you guys that are the best. That job will come with consequences. I love you both so much. You're. I'm such a fan of both of you. Yes, thank you, Doing It Nation. And uh, anything, anything else, Danny? You want to plug or? I just did my whole night. That was it. That was it. You you nailed it. That's nailed awesome. It. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Doing It Nation. Bye. 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 Thank you. Pew, pew, pew.